grateful that you decided to join me here today. Today I'm going to start with a quote that I recently happened upon um, in doing a little research on my blog, and the quote is from former President Barack Obama. Someone once said that every man is trying to live up to his father's expectations or make up for their father's mistakes. When I happened upon this quote, it absolutely took me aback because I am a um, firm believer in the role of how fatherhood plays out, not only for the development of the next generation and children coming up, but also for the development of the person that has assumed the role to become a father. And so when we look at this from a psychological perspective, especially as it relates to development, we see a symbiotic relationship happening. And I've experienced this firsthand in raising my children. Um, when we take a look at when we take a look at the lessons that drive our adult development forward, they're very intimately intertwined with the development of helping our children to develop into appropriate human beings. I cannot um, remember a time that when I was faced with certain questions that I had to answer as it related to my own children's development and teaching them the differences between right and wrong, where it didn't tax me at some level between my capacity to um, generate for my family or to, um, or to find some solace within of going back to my own developmental sequence growing up and trying to make sense of of the journey that was there. I think this is a human plight in general, a collective plight that we undertake to make sense of our life journey moving forward. While within psychological development, we have to assure that children learn their own sense of trusting um, trusting relationships and that they become autonomous um, from us in their early development, this really leads to a sense of their own personal industry, who they are becoming as a person and who they, um, what skills, what um what strengths they have as a person that's developing. As we foster our children's development now, and going from a very Ericksonian perspective here, as we foster our children's development forward, they really experiment with um, their life in a way that really promotes their strengths to come out. And this is our job as parents is to expose the children to the very tasks that will help this, um, to help them identify and to expand upon their strengths. A lot of times I'll see children um, engaged in little league or I'll see children engaged in competitive swimming as a means to um, not only find what may be an individual strength for themselves, but also to learn a sense of competition and fairness and sportsmanship as it relates to working around others. And as parents, our own development, even though we went through these um, 
what Erickson would call stages of development early on in our childhood, our own sense of generativity and focus on relationships in general for adult development really um, nurtures this process moving forward. And so as we begin to look at um, the former president's quote, someone once said that every man is trying to live up to his father's expectations. Is this necessarily a bad thing? I don't think so. When a father sets expectations for their child, they create the means by which um, by which that child could begin to experiment with life unfolding. That's the point where they begin to learn um, the difference between positive competition and negative competition. Sportsmanship begins to foster in this when you begin to set expectations, um, whether it's personal or um, external. At a personal level, we develop an ability to compete with ourselves. We develop an ability to set a goal and to attain it in a means necessary to promote our capacity to achieve the dreams we set forward. At an external level, it may give one a sense of accomplishment or a sense of um, self-esteem to be able to compete and to hold one's own um, amongst others. And so when a father sets their expectations high, the goal is to naturally achieve high. Now, it doesn't mean that the father's expectation becomes the litmus that the child has to achieve because this can within itself create um, a negative feedback that um, comes back to the child that's developing that they can never exceed or meet what it is that's being expected to, of them. Now, when the second part of the quote, he says, or make up for their father's mistakes, this really becomes a mistake by which if you set the bar too high, it could create the means by which, like I said, the child um, does not feel the capacity that it could ever achieve a goal that he or she sets for him or herself. And so as we take a look at this, it's a process of setting the expectation high, but then allowing nature to take its course, to encourage all the way through, to push that child through the finish line so that he or she may find that sense of self-esteem or accomplishment that's there. Now, this doesn't mean that the um, father or the mother sets the expectation, i.e. my child, the doctor, my child, the analyst, my child, the stockbroker, my child, the president. What happens when this occurs is that this becomes a dream by which the parent is pushing upon the child, and it may not necessarily be the child's dream. This is where we have to have that sense of symbiosis present to listen to what's there. What is the child bringing to the 
bringing to the table as it relates to their dreams? And what skills can you set the expectations for? What um, environmental stimuli can you expose the child to to create that dream um, and foster those strengths present? Now, I'm going to go back to the myth of Daedalus that we've been exploring in quite a bit of depth here. And I'm going to do this as a means to really show sort of the breadth of how this um, unfolds from a mythological perspective. I'm going to go back a little bit to where Icarus is um, introduced to the story. And we're going to take a look at how this unfolds um, as it relates to our personal development and the symbiotic relationship that occurs between a father's growth and a child's growth. So he set to work to fabricate the wings for himself and his young son, son, Icarus. He wrought feathers together, beginning with the smallest and adding larger so as to form an increasing surface. The larger ones he secured with thread and the smaller with wax and gave the whole a gentle curvature like the wings of a bird. Icarus, the boy, stood and looked on, sometimes running to gather up the feathers, which the wind had blown away, and then handling the wax and working it over with his fingers by his play impeding his father and his labors. When at last the work was done, the artist, waving his wings, found himself buoyed up and hung suspended, poising himself on the beaten air. He next equipped his son in the same manner and taught him how to fly, as a bird tempts her young ones from the lofty nest into the air. When all was prepared for flight, he said, Icarus, my son, I charge you to keep at a moderate height, for if you fly too low, the damp will clog your wings, and if too high, the heat will melt them. Keep near me, and you will be safe. While he gave him these instructions and fitted the wings to his shoulders, the face of the father was wet with tears, and his hands trembled. He kissed the boy, not knowing that it was for the last time. I'm going to end there, just so we could take a look at sort of the dynamics that are going on. Icarus is experimenting, and he's interrupting his father and his labors. Now, in the culture of old, a father would teach their child the labors by which they made their living. This was imperative because their sense of generativity would be passed on then to the child who could learn a living skill by which to employ themselves and to sustain the following generation. Now, in these labors, Icarus would um, gleefully play, but um, but interrupt his father. And this, I don't know of any parent that has never been interrupted by their child, especially in COVID times where we're working in such proximity with each other. But this within itself is also a blessing because... Children for the first time in centuries are able to see what it is their father and or their mother do. And so as Icarus is learning through play, he's missing also the lessons that are present in the intricate intertwining of the wings that are going on. 
And so as he get, fits his wings to his son's shoulders, he charges Icarus to take heed of his warning. Now, any parent worth their salt has, has warned their child, don't touch the hot stove. It'll burn you. And what happens? Of course, the child touches the hot stove. They can't learn if they don't touch the hot stove. Now, if they heed the warning, that's great. Accident avoided. Everything's going well. However, there's repercussions to that because when we touch the hot stove, we also learn that metal could be hot. We learn to make inference that other things, such as a metal grate walking down the street on a hot summer afternoon, may cause a burn to a bare foot. Or possibly when you're walking your dog, keeping them off of the hot asphalt because we know that heat surfaces the transfers and it could cause serious injuries and or pain or discomfort now these lessons don't get taught unless we're allowed to experiment unless we're allowed to take part in the actions that are needed to create the storylines by which we learn our own sense of self, that we learn our own sense of industry, that we learn our own sense of pain as it relates to the lessons that we've taken on. Now, we see a very empathic father here, maybe too empathic as he is charging his son with what to and what not to do. And he's teared up because he realizes that there is a true life lesson being imparted here. But did he do the right thing? I think there's a question mark as to that as to that concept with any parent. When we give advice, are we doing the right thing? Well, let's go back to the former president's saying. Someone once said that every man is trying to live up to his father's expectations. Expect, but expect with empathic kindness. Expect with love. Expect to nurture the strengths that are present, to view the strengths that are present. Not every one person's going to be a baseball player or a soccer player. Not every one person is going to be an astronaut or a Navy Admiral. What are the strengths your child is showing? And how can you expose them to the environments that will foster those strengths forward? Now, Daedalus exposes his child to um, a very contrived escape plan. However, as we'll see in the future, this is this creates the means by which a tragedy occurs. As the president said, someone once said that every man is trying to live up to his father's expectations or make up for their father's mistakes. Let's create the means by which we set high expectations and help our children achieve high. Not create the means by which they have to learn from the same mistakes over and over again that we've created within ourselves. 
I hope you've enjoyed the segment, my friends, and I want to wish you namaste, and may peace and blessings find you as you advance confidently in the direction of your dreams. Thank you.